What is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Skyrim here at Homie and the Dude. And I am, as always, your unexceptional Dungeon Master Bodhi, and I am joined by our exceptional cast of players today, and I am super hyped for this session. A couple of quick shout-outs before we get into anything. Uh, first one is shout-out to our editing team, Becky, Ben. Shout-out to the art team, Alex, Josh, and Victor. Um, shout-out to our moderator on our server, who is an absolute legend, Reven, we appreciate you infinitely. You're an absolute bloody legend and make some of the best dice in the world. If you want some awesome dice, check out dicehog.com. They make awesome, awesome dice and just going to release some chunkers, I believe, some extra big like D20s. Um, mm. Other than that, shout out to Underground Oracle Publishing, who are always our official sponsor for this stream. If you enjoy any of the content that Blake is playing, the lineage, the spells, all that kind of stuff, all of that was written by Underground Oracle. Um, and we feel so thankful that they've allowed us to use some of that. If you're interested in that, they now make stuff for the Cypher system. They've got a butt ton of stuff for D&D 5e, so definitely check them out, guys. They are absolutely awesome. Right, I think I got everything. I think I did it all. I think I got it. So. What we're going to do is a little recap. Last session, our players were dealing with the fallout of the heist that they had conducted and the, the riots that they had caused. After waking up the next morning and you know making their way through the city and getting to Usha's fence in, in the red light district, um, the party exchanged some information, some memories, some items with her um, to, to gain some information about where this 40 stone that they've been instructed to go and find is and, and, and where they can basically get on the path to doing this. They know that there's a gentleman called Porthos who said he knew where the stone was, who is currently at the cluster city Ulagatus. Now, all of our characters are going through some turmoil right now. Everyone's struggling with something or turning over a new leaf in their, in their story at this very moment. So we're very excited for you to join us. And if everyone is sat comfortably, then let's begin. So, the camera kind of pulls from blackness backwards. As you see, our party stood in a line facing the entrance to the hub, the central part of Ulagatus, um, this large rock that is jagged all the way up to a point at the top and gets wider at the center within a large crack in the middle as it then funnels down into a cone at the bottom. As you guys stand here, you can hear laughing, you can hear screaming, you can hear, you know, loud muttering, you can also hear fights breaking out, you can hear the sound of what sounds like coins, like kind of falling and hitting metal and things like that. There's bright lights flashing and just what seems like chaos ahead of you. You can see a line leads towards a, what looks like some sort of like check-in booth. And people are kind of filing their way into this line off of uh, Sky Zephyrs that they're disembarking and making their way through into the hub. Blanco and Toad, I want to ask you guys a quick question. As you guys have been here before, you will, you will know that to get in, you must have a tattoo to get in. Whether it's a temporary, a permanent, or a guild tattoo, you need to have one of these tattoos to get in. I would love to ask you guys, do either of you believe that you would have either a temporary or a permanent tattoo? I feel like, well, since we we we, we kind of have to, right? Since of where we were at, mm -hmm. I mean, I how mean, we kind of get out of here. So I feel like... r &R's tatted up pretty good. I don't know if he would have a... Would, have you have you been to Ulagatus before? Is, is the bigger question. I wouldn't say you've got a thieves guild one, right. but have you been to the cluster city before? 
don't know if we have, actually. I think most of our investigations have been on Cause, cause... um because yeah. mm-hmm. I am though, right? Because that's because that's, that's if I'm I may be misremembering. That's where. Yeah. So yeah. yes, that's that's where I you're have. from. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would say you guys either had a temporary tattoo that would have disappeared after one day of you leaving the islands, or you would have a permanent one that is still there. That means that you have access to your bank account still that was held within um, the vault here at Ulagatus and a bunch of other little things. So. Up to you guys whether you had a. We're, we're getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I would have a permanent one just cool. because of what I was doing at while on Ulugatus. I think I would have had Beautiful. a permanent one. So it's, it's same here. I, I feel like that makes sense too. I think cool. just for, yeah. from where we're at. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So you guys have, um, I showed you guys last time, I'll just pop it up on the screen again for you guys. You have this tattoo uh, tattooed somewhere on you, except the key isn't golden. Yeah. It's actually um, a different color. It's a kind of, what I call like a maroon red kind of color. It's like a it's like a darker kind of red. So you have the knife with the key, but it's maroon red, which essentially means you're not guild, but you do have a permanent tattoo entry. It's hidden under his wing, too. That's why you know, don't really notice it, because it's under the wing. Beautiful. And I Mine's assume like... grown over. Blanco's fur is grown over, I assume. Yeah, exactly. Mine was sort of like they shaved part yeah. of the... Yeah, beautiful. So, as you guys are stood there, and I imagine, you know, you guys are probably all thinking about some stuff, we're going to quickly rewind three days to you guys getting out of the Imperial Barrier, hitting open sky... And you guys are on this new this new Sky Zephyr, this new this new airship that you guys are on. Uh, it belonged to different people. Um, as you guys have like looked around, you've probably seen that there's different floors. If you guys remember, there's uh, the bottom floor which has all the bedrooms and things like that. Then there's the middle floor which has the kitchen um, and uh, and some stuff in there. And then there's the top floor which has the captain's quarters and some other little bits and bobs. But you guys find yourself on this skyship, on this airship and you're flying through the skies over to you guys as you're three days earlier you're about a three day travel away from Ulugatus and uh yeah over to you guys i i have been reflecting on what happened and am actually not sure what transpired after usha um, did her little magic on me and but I do remember some of the things I did. And particular kind of challenged or confronted RR and also had a moment with Evis that I, reflecting back, was not proud of at all. And I have no idea why I did it, but I kind of shrugged their supportive hand off of my shoulder. And um, I'm wanting to approach, I think I'm gonna approach RR first and just come up to him and say, I, do you have a second? What's R&R doing in this moment? Where's R&R on the hall? Yeah. R&R is probably below decks, um, probably journaling, honestly, which isn't something he does often, but I think he's just trying to decompress in any way he knows how. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he kind of is just going to wordlessly gesture to a nearby place to sit. Nice. I, I didn't know if I was interrupting or not, but you're just fine. Want to talk to you about. I I'm not sure how you feel about what happened, Arnor. I I don't know what happened actually. It was very. <clears throat> I'm I'm fine. I. What happened is in the past, and that is what it is. Hey, Arnar. I, I know that you, you, you're strong, and you've been strong for us for this entire journey, both physically and mentally, and you're super intelligent, and I look up to you in every way. I just want to... I want to just say that I'm, I'm here for you on those moments that, like you were for me when I wasn't strong. 
and you, you said things that helped me. I... If I may be frank, Geo, I do not believe that I am the paragon of strength you so believe that I am. Because, in all honesty, I am afraid. And I don't know if my or any of our strength will be enough for the upcoming challenges that we will face. Yeah. I, I'm afraid too. I feel... I feel better. I feel... confident that we... Look, no one... No one can assure us of anything on one of us could fall off of this ship. There's, there's, there's nothing that's guaranteed. There are three guarantees in life. That is death, loss, and pain. What we do with the rest is up to us. And I fear that our time to do anything else is running out. Yeah. Blanco, at this moment, you are walking down into the lower quarters and you, like, walk into the room and see both of them having this conversation. Hey, Blanco. Oh. Hola. Que, que pasa? Hola, R&R. Hello, Blanco. Yeah, we're just, just talking, just debriefing almost what happened with Usha and where we are and... I hope you feel better about knowing a little bit more about this man with the black hands. <laughs> if anything, it has thrown me into even greater turmoil. I'm... <laughs> it's always been my goal, but... <sighs> you know, the, the death and destruction we just caused back there. Uh, just sits uncomfortably with me. I'm, you know, I, I understand. And, you know, my, my, my being, my whole being for the last, I don't know, several years has been revenge. Revenge at all costs. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I, f I feel that uh, I need to get some peace. And it, uh, this, this journey so far has not brought me peace. I'm not calm. And I used to be, I used to be so, I used to be happy. I used to uh, be such a... <laughs> but I... <laughs> this has not been my, my course. And uh, going back to who got us? I've been there before, and let me tell you, it is, it's not a kind place. Unfortunately, this is how I met Toad. We have a story that is not great, and um, whatever we encounter there is, is sinister, is depravity, is, is something I, I swore to myself I would probably not see again. But, um, you know, I think I, I understand you guys having this chat, but please, please excuse me, perdona me. I feel like I need to go and find Toad and, and just speak with him at the moment. He's, we're going back to a place where I'm sure he has some not good memories of, and he and I need to speak before we arrive there. Good day. Perdona me. Blanca. I, mean, I back I back out of, you know, the room. I take a bow and, and quietly move out of the room. <laughs> um, 
Cool, beautiful. I think that's 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 awesome. Um, Evis, where, where, where's where's Evis on 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 the ship at the moment? What's 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 Evis up to during during this conversation? Um, so Evis, at this point, obviously has had um, quite a few impulsive moments of questioning their belief system. Um, you know, I think they're seeing a lot of the same crisis of faith that everybody else on the ship is kind of experiencing right now, um, where morality is brought into question, where their goals are kind of neb- I don't want to say nebulous, but maybe they don't know- I used the wrong word, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Sam's face. <laughs> oh my god, wait, what? <laughs> but, but they're, you know, everything that happened with the riots and the, like, the breakout, and... It's like one of those things where, like, everything that could possibly go wrong did, and there were many moments in which Evis could have intervened and prevented turmoil from happening. And either they just didn't, or they couldn't, and that is causing some issues for them. So, as where they as they're standing like on the bow of the ship okay, cool. and so contemplating top, this. Top deck. There you go. Yeah. Beautiful. So, as Evis is, you know, feeling that wind, you know, you're you're up here, you know, with the elements. You're, you know, actually, <laughs> this this you probably feel pretty comfortable in this moment. It, why they're up here yeah yeah they feel just this you know that comfort in amongst the air and as you're thinking like man that there was just, I, I could have like could I have done more I could have done more like what more could I have done you know you're going through these mm-hmm. things of like how could I have done more and you hear <sighs> yes you're right you are weak at the moment yeah you are but yeah. with time and an alliance here i could make you much more powerful you could then save those who you wish to save we could bring a new era to the sky see this power that i could give you my dear dear evis this power could make you the one who controls your destiny instead of letting those around you and the fates of others control your destiny. Does I think a chill, a chill akin to a jolt of lightning goes up their spine and like little goose pimples um, start lining their arms, their legs, whatever pieces of skin that are exposed to the elements, um, as Alia offers this. Uh, Their hands grip firmly on the edges of the bow of the ship. And they take a second to just take in, like, whatever breeze or gust is is circling around. Alia, I don't know if I can make that commitment right now. I don't know if I can make any commitment right now. Then you shall remain weak and useless as you are. I thought you might be the chosen one. See, once I believed in another. One who said that they would lead and bring about my new image to the sky. They now lead, but they have done me a great disservice. I thought you might be the chosen one, but if you cannot commit, it seems I was wrong. their breath catches in the back of their throat a huge knot forming like in the Adam's apple area I, I <laughs> this is just all so new 
I, up until last week, I was entirely sure that you were a completely different god and standing for something entirely radically different from what you are now. I think it is fair to allow someone some time to process these changes my before. Acolyte, my, my acolyte, hear me now. I am the same. Nothing changed other than my power. And the only reason I am away from you now is because those who knew the power that I had feared that power. They feared the changes that I could bring, that I could make this world once again whole, a utopian place for all creatures to live like it was once. All they feared was the power that I had. The person that you worshipped. I am here. I am right here with you. But I understand now, and you hear me now as I say this. Things must be done because those who do not believe in themselves and fear above all else will stand in your way and you must push them to the side because there is not time for these ridiculous emotions that they feel. It is only time for the new, for the darkness, I can understand surely why the Empire, the Imperials would try to erase your presence. I mean, if you offer the exact opposite of what they've instilled across the realm. I was betrayed. Betrayed by the first. And if you take the place, I see it now. I see you ending them, and I see a new age for everyone. A place that is safe for you, for your people, Is Pabe. And all, but first, first, we need to grow this image that I am explaining to you. You see, we need more people that understand. I am no different than I used to be. I am simply more able, more capable to provide the people with what they need. I need you to spread this, to allow me to converse as I have with you with others. I think I can be that voice. I know you can be that voice. There is much strength within the weak bones and body that you currently hold. Together, we shall bring down the Imperials. And together, we shall build the new world in our image. My chosen about, one. What about everyone else that... My friends, the my, my family here on the ship. Oh. Will they be okay? Will they of, of face consequences? I would, no, I would never harm them. Never, never, never. They are joining you in aiding us, creating space for a new wave of progression to happen. If anything, they will be regaled as heroes throughout time. Can I do an insight check? Yes, totally, 100%. Yeah, please do. <laughs> a 12. <laughs> a 12, with a 12 insight. Yeah, like you can see how 
yeah, they're aligned with you, though, you know, they might not know that after, you know, everything is said and done that, you know, this new wave needs to happen, but they're aligned with you. Why wouldn't they be seen as heroes that bring down, you know, oppressive power? It makes sense. I mean, it, it all seems to make sense, really. Yeah. Alia, if you can secure protection for my friends, my family, Blanco, Arnar, Toad, Geo. I I don't want them cross I don't want them stuck in the crosshairs. I swear to you now. Not I, nor any of our acolytes will ever lay a finger upon those people. You have my solemn promise to you as my right hand. Geo's voice like rings out in, in Evis's head right now. The gentleness that Geo approaches everything with, the, the wisdom. Because this is like the exact opposite of like what Geo represents and the relationship that Geo and and Evis have built. Mm. At that moment, we kind of pan over to Toad, who's at the helm, and Toad, you're kind of witnessing Evis down on the deck, you know, gripping the deck. You know, you're not sure if they're like talking to themselves, praying, you know, uh, you know, meditating, what's going on. But you can see Evis is kind of having a, a moment down, uh, just down deck from you as you stand, as you kind of are on the helm, you know, passing the uh, the, the sticks out of the uh, the wheel, just kind of back and forth to, to keep the ship in line. Do I hear anything or no? Um, I assume it's probably a silent conversation, but um, I guess yeah. it's a... Yeah, it's a, I imagine Evis might be mouthing things, but I imagine it's in their head. Yes, I, mean, I'm, well, I was muted. <laughs> um, What's Toad thinking about? What's Toad doing? Well, saying that, like, he probably would want to... Well, do things are fancy. They probably wait, but yeah. So he notices that and kind of clocks that. Um, in the moment, he's probably just kind of playing his harmonica whistle. He's just kind of focused on just two things, kind of because um, a lot's gone on. So just his way of kind of decompressing is going to be just uh, playing the music while also just kind of flying and so kind of because flying to him like flying the ship it's almost like it's like a, an extension of his own wings because mm. like you know he's, he's so used to flying it's like that's just his, his, it is nature and so he knows how to he maneuvers the ship as such um, so it may be like traditional as like you know, someone really flat but more like kind of that um like that wavy kind of like flying kind of motion to it so mm. and when he's doing that he's just kind of playing his harmonica um, getting some deep uh, so some deep blues and jazz kind of going between genres, kind of going with the emotions. So mm. some of it kind of sad and hard. He even gets to a point where he he <laughs> accidentally does like a one of the new spells. He's kind of gone over from like a song and kind of almost breaks. It's called the Great Chorus. He almost like breaks apart the ship in like one of the more like turbulent kind of like moments. So he's like plays like these really really harsh chords um, through the harmonica and then has to tone it back a bit and just goes into something a little more flowing so you just hear and you might be able to hear it throughout the ship just like the amazing him just pretty much pouring his heart through like the uh the, the song amazing you guys can hear these these tones coming through the wood and emanating around uh, the ship blancos you make your way up onto uh the next deck uh evis your concentration is kind of broken by this like big moment that toad has musically um and you both kind of see each other there as blanco comes up onto deck um and evis you you kind of make contact with uh blanco you make eye contact with each other i think that obviously all of this breaks evis out of like their conversation with yeah. alia like the the black presence of mm -hmm. her like dissipates into the wind mm -hmm. um 
And Ev is just kind of like sheepishly like gives like one of these to Blanco as Blanco comes up on the deck. To get a little wave. That, yeah. yeah. Blanco sort of acknowledges it with a tilt of just a head up kind of thing. A sub um, nod. Yeah, <laughs> sub, sort of like, just like, <laughs> just like, but he, as much as he's, you know, notices Evis, he's just, the music is so like, um, almost like spellbinding, you know, mm -hmm. when you're just, it almost like pulls you into a trance, the way that um, Toad plays, you know, Blanco has heard this before, and especially these, you know, blues and these deep emotions coming out through the harmonica. And um, um, Blanco walks up and gets wishes to go over and, you know, makes his way, you know, with the wind, you know, going through his hair and, and you know, gets to, to up to speak with Toad. Awesome. Yeah, you, you approach Toad. Toad, you see Blanco approach you? Yeah. Uh, Toad, Kepasa, I've I've heard this music from you before. I, I, uh, what is it that uh, you're thinking? Um, I'll honestly just say uh, about the next note, if that makes sense. Um, those moments of this kind of just thinking about the um the music but probably a lot more subconsciously but you see thoughts have much only just about the next sound the uh the next moment but i'm i'm, I'm sorry i didn't mean to was was that loud i i i do sometimes get a little carried away with it so i do apologize if i um no 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 don't don't apologize it just it took me back to you know when you and I were previously on, on I in my head I, I call it the Devil Island, you know the, <laughs> oh, you know for me it's uh, you know, I'm struggling us returning there. I'm struggling with uh, my actions recently, and um, I just feel like uh, if I can come to you and talk with you and and maybe. Uh, and I, I want to say too, like I definitely, um, I, I I like the path that, that you're on. I I do uh, agree with the sentiment of wait. Well, was to, to, you told Tone knows about the way like you don't want to necessarily do because I was there, right? So making sure. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was like, wait, was to there? Um, so no, I definitely agree with your uh, with, with the path you're on. I don't feel that it's always, you know. Yes, yeah, sometimes it, it has to be either just everything else, but it doesn't have to be the only solution. So I, I commend the path you're on. And I'm sorry I've been, at least I felt I've been a little um, distance because I'm, I'm struggling too. But you're, you're, what I see as positive change is I have, I've been having, I know I've been saying anything about it, but I, I, I do, a, I, 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 I think that's the right thing. I do. Um, grief has and, has ripped me apart, Toad, for for too long, you know, and uh, I I need to be back with my family. This journey of revenge is taking me further away from the people I love, from the moments where I've been truly happy in my life, and here I am. <laughs> years from those moments and ah what are we getting into well what are we going back to i i want you to know i will protect you it's it's been a while since we were there previously and ah, forbidden fruit so it's going to stop it's going to stop staring and give blanco a hug and then go back to the staring like it's going to like quickly like in like a really swift like smooth motion like set it, set it flowing Go up and just give him a really quick, like, just a uh, sticky because toad, so clammy hug. Um, like, you want to let go some first, probably off my uh, well, you, 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 uh, you hug for just long enough until you feel the ship start drifting, and then you like mm -hmm. let go and go, like, get back onto course. <laughs> um, 
thank you, uh, mi amigo. Um, but, uh, I, I, I do want to say that likewise, like, you know, um, you know for sure that I, I have your back as one and you wanting to do a song with me. That's been probably one of the greatest joys of, of my existence is knowing that and having you how it's going to be, especially for your family, that's going to be something um, special. And I will say, I know you call this place the devil, but without it, I never would have gotten a chance to um, meet you. I never got a chance to learn music the way I did. So yes, there were some terrible things, but we get out of it and we, we found each other and um, we were stronger by it. We can, we can still, we can still, I think, do some good. So I don't, it's, it's hard. I'm conflicted as well, but like I said, I, I, without it, I wouldn't have met you. I don't get met with um, R&R or any of you guys without having to go through that. So it's. That is, that is very true, my friend. I, I lost myself in, in the island. I, I lost myself while I was there. And leaving it, I, I'm beginning to find myself and I do not wish to go back to the space I was in there. So, yes, it's uh, it's daunting going back and uh, for you you're not, and- You're not alone this time though. Like I'll be there with you. Like, and you're, you don't have to be who you were before. You're still gonna be you. And you can bring that, you can bring this new version of you there too. And you know, maybe we can show some other people there that, um, that you can change, you know, that, that you don't have to let the, these, um, you don't have to let these these moments define us. You know they can they can be there, but they don't have to be who we are. Your words told are, are very very strong, very deep, very basic. Your words go straight to the heart. You you have a way with with how you interact, and you make me feel stronger. You make me want to be a better person when I am with you and I am near you and what I have seen from you through this journey that you and I have you you have my corazón right? and um, for that I am very grateful you, know, you say that but you're the one who's I think recently you're the one who's who's inspired me and saved me to be honest just hearing the way that that you still want to just do good. I mean, especially in the the things that we've seen. So you've you done that for me too, friend. And and so and I hope you give yourself credit for that as well because you've gone through a lot, but you're you're pushing through and you're 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 going to get through it. And you're going to have some. You you know you have at least me and I. I can't speak bourbon, but I know everyone else would have um, would have your back as well because. No matter how we seem, I, I, I still feel like we're, um, I mean, jalapenos take a lot more. The only thing, even if they get dry, they're still, they're still good. So no matter how short a jalapeno gets, it gets lots of flavor with it. And so. For a moment, um, Blanca sort of looks away a little bit puzzled, but then sort of gets the metaphor that's going, oh, see, 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 yes, sir. A good jalapeno, see the very Um Well, uh, talking of the, the jalapenos, uh, maybe I can read for you the the chorus that uh, I wrote to the song. It's um, something that uh, is it's short. It's just the chorus. I I haven't thought of any more, but uh, um, it goes. Uh, I I feel like. The title in my head is We Will Be Alright in the Afterlife because my condor is is in the afterlife and so it, it is come what may condor you will stay in my heart until I too depart to see you again in the afterlife. And uh, it's, uh, I don't know if you can write some music around 
Oh, I'm, I'm already, I'm already, as you're speaking, I'm already starting to play some tunes. It's like, I was, I was like, kind of getting the vibe. I'm already starting to like hum something that started like, I'm going to start playing a little like melody to see whatever um, really resonates with you. So I'm like, I'll, 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 I'll do a couple that kind of feel mm-hmm. the vibe and kind of just after really feel like feeling the words. So you'll see Toe go for a second, like humming, really kind of feeling the words and kind of playing some, putting some notes behind it. And so and at that you, point, I sort of do a bit of a howl. you know and it's sort of like from deep within the stomach of you know just finally releasing some of this grief that I've been carrying and being able to pass it into words of something of now changes are coming about and don't go full Marshall like come on like let's hear let's I know come on that's that's not the only I'll come on let's go I want to I want to hear all that all the all the grief all that kind of stuff like and the, this is going to be the how like I want to hear that so we're going to play it and again that, just let amazing. loose amazing and you at guys. that point I'm like howling into the wind <laughs> like looking up and I'm like almost like a coyote like howl, howling into the the wind uh, as this goes on the you guys are practicing your song you get a bit of time to work on that together you know all of you um you know have got a bit of time basically this is downtime essentially for you guys at this point the next you know three days of travel are time for you guys to uh, have any other conversations that you guys want to have as well as also um is there anything that people are like doing on the ship so essentially you know um it could be preparing you know uh, rations for you to take into the the you know the cluster city it could be you know sharpening weapons it could be you know painting it could be you know whatever you guys feel like you'd be doing in this time i'd just be interested to kind of get a flavor of what everyone is is maybe doing aboard the ship over the next couple of days and if anyone else wants to have any conversations either as a group or you know with individuals feel free to to go about that as well so i, I will the only thing i'll say so since i'm flying is that it, and I have a new mind, so I can like learn things really quickly. So, I guess what can I get more proficient with flying? I guess like actual ships, since I'm doing it more. Yes. Say, like next couple of days. One hundred percent. So we'll get you that pilot feat, which will mean that you're locked in as as uh, as a pilot, as someone who is you know more proficient with that. Essentially, and we'll we'll get you that feat for sure. And, and, and I find this one gonna be doing since I have to fly. But that's what's gonna be my main thing. Like, like, like oh, I'm gonna take a little. So. Yes, yeah, so that'll be uh, so just playing music, working on that, and just kind of flying. And so, anyone comes, he's open, everyone's going to speak to him. He's definitely Beautiful. open and available. Anyone else like, well, what's what's everyone else kind of wanting to do aboard the ship? It could also be, you know, checking the artillery on the ship, it could be, you know, tying knots, you know, could be ship maintenance, whatever you guys are, are, are feeling. So, don't feel restricted any sort of way. We'll, I'll work with you guys. Uh, I think. RR is just gonna help wherever he needs to, but yep. whenever he's not needed, he's gonna be alone. Either honing his fighting abilities by just mm-hmm. punching something, mm-hmm. uh, anything to keep him busy at at all times. He has awesome. to be doing something. Awesome, I love that. And and I imagine you know with with all this, you're kind of working on stuff. I think um, Sam, we'll, we'll we'll definitely discuss it. But there's a there's a feat called the boarding crew feat. Which sounds like if you're practicing, you're fighting, and you're working on, uh, on, 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 you know, being someone who can be, you know, malicious if needed, then boarding crew sounds like it might be something that would fit R and R as he's working on his, uh, on his striking and, and and prepping himself for anything that might be coming up next. Mm, necessary yeah. malice is always good. I'm down for that. <laughs> if if, if, if Toad hears, um, if Toad can somehow hear him training, he definitely will be playing like one R and R's like favorite songs like, like Toad knows that he kind of enjoys and like so if you can hear him like doing any kind of trick it definitely will it's throw that song out there. 100% I know we're not going to be able to put this in but it <laughs> anytime R&R trains like that's going to like you might be able to hear that through the uh you guys all know when R&R is training because Toad soundtracks the training every time um cool um, anyone else got anything that they're particularly doing on the ship? Um, by the way, the ship has an engine that would probably need repairs and things. It's also got a kitchen, you know, it's got beds, it's got, you know, um, storage rooms. So there's lots of space on the ship as well. I can go through all the layers. I'll go through the lower decks for you guys as well so you can see those um, on the map. That is, uh, that's the first deck down. 
of, of the ship that has the kitchen um, and uh, the engine room essentially with a little holding cell over to the right as well if you ever want to capture someone and put them in a little holding cell while you guys are hanging out um, or prank each other when you get drunk and put each other in the holding cell I don't know I don't know what shenanigans you're gonna get up to but there's a holding cell um, there is a third option. <laughs> What's the third option? What's the third option? Ooh, is, is, that put, is that not, put the not DM child appropriate? <laughs> not child. The third option is not appropriate for a family friendly. What does Arnor, what's Arnor want to do down there? Arnor doesn't want to do anything. Arnor's ace. Arnor I've, couldn't give a shit. I've never done anything ever, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, no. I, then again, this is not R&R knowledge, or Sam knowledge for that matter. This is, I was, I received a thought from the ether and uh, latched on. Alia, 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 Alia is like, what, what <laughs> is? She's corrupting you. <laughs> <laughs> what if? What if? <laughs> Dark sided um, psychics and gargoyles. <laughs> that might Toby Maguire hair down. <laughs> um, cool. So, anyone else got any other little bits that they're that they're doing over these next couple days? I think Evans is actually. In oh, go ahead. Gone because we talked gone. Um, I think Evans is interested in navigation. Ooh. Amazing. So you find yourself uh, often next to Toad being like, you know, uh, talk, talk to me about the air currents. Talk to me, you know, and you guys are having these kind mm -hmm. of conversations about flying and understanding air. And I think, Evis, you as well realize that as the Zephyr moves up and down into different zones of air, basically, you realize that the wind direction can change drastically from one elevation to another. You realize that, you know, things like that are, are, are kind of hard to handle. But yeah, 100%, we have a navigator's feet and that will 100% be Evis's, uh, Evis's after this session. Um, it's, a, it's a really awesome one as well. It gives you uh, some really good stuff. And, and Toad definitely appreciates just like, you know, Evis coming over to do that. Like, it's like, oh, well, um, because it, it definitely gets it, but it gets a win too of the flying, so it's that kind of connection yeah. as well. I, I, think kinda... I, I, I like this idea as well that like Toad maybe starts off being like, I know what I'm doing, and Evis is like, hey, th that that looks like it's going to be a problem over there, all that like storm over oh. there. And Toad's oh. like, oh. 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 I mean, yeah, that's the, I, I, I knew that was, you know, just Okay. <laughs> and so we'll uh, we'll go with that beautiful and uh, and Blanco and Gia, what are what are you two jabronis doing uh, doing on the ship as you guys are, are are making your way around? Well, for me, I'm going to be down in the galley. I am going to be um, doing some cooking because part of my whole thing is like I'm just feeling like I want to be with the family. Hmm. And Rosado was this phenomenal cook so I'm just like checking through what there is and you know all the barrels and crates and stuff like that and I'm just sort of like in my sort of like space of just like this headspace of picturing myself back at home and and making these like comfort food home kind of like meals beautiful, to, beautiful. to stay in the crew. I love that so you will get the cuisiner feat that we have um, which is all about um, creating special treats and meals to boost your team uh, as you guys go about um, your adventures. That's an awesome one as well. Cool. Gia, what's our what's our turtle doing? What's our what's our what's our turtle doing right now? Just being, you know how after you've gone out on a night drinking with your friends, and you know you did some stupid shit, but you're not exactly sure what it was but you're trying to get back into interacting with them and maybe like finding out and you're just you're just a little bit awkward and uncomfortable with broaching any conversation so you know when the music was playing when when toad was playing the eye of the tiger uh, i somehow dropped down to do some push-ups um and it felt like felt like my brother akko at in that moment and i was trying to do you know seeing if i could do 10 push-ups when in the past i could only do maybe three or four and it was still three or four um but something felt a little bit different about it i don't usually drop down to do push-ups when the song comes out. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then um it's a weird oh, reaction to music i must admit i'm not i've not heard that one before <laughs> oh shit there it is again yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh no not this tune let me just get down <laughs> that's the power of music right there 
<laughs> yeah, next you want to just get fucking pumped. <laughs> real protein powder, okay? It's a real protein powder. Yeah, can we X-Card real quick so I can do some push-ups? <laughs> right, go on. Um, and then I'm, I've been... I've been also just trying to find a moment with Evis, but it feels like either in my mind, I'm creating that there is, there hasn't been a good moment, you know, because mm -hmm. I see Evis, you know, up in the helm with Toad or Evis looking like they need just a moment to be on their own. And I feel like I want to talk to them, but I don't know how at this point. I'm, I'm just kind of circling. In, in an awkward way and not even yeah. sure if they even notice it. Um, but that's on my mind right now. Cool. I think right. Evis is also looking for the same time to talk to you too. Because I feel like we've had some skirmishes lately that we probably should address. But I don't... Mm. What What's your thought? Do, do we have time to talk to each other while, over the next three days? That's a good question. Uh, I... I love to and if i if for instance if um if you start separating from anyone i, I may gather the the courage to to come over and this would welcome you awesome you go for it guys ro ro go play that one out a little bit hey uh how you doing there's like a sad half smile on Evis's face when they finally greet you like a, like you probably caught them in the middle of them like meditating on mm. like uh on, um, on the I, I interrupted I saw you. I'm oh, sorry and no. I back take a step back oh no 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 it's never an imposition with you thanks what's up <sighs> I just want to say I'm sorry I don't know why I'm saying I'm sorry, but I feel like, yeah, I do know why. Do you know when we were in that place and you put your hand on my shoulder and it was to comfort me? Yeah. I don't know what happened at this, but it wasn't me that was reacting. I don't know what happened. It was, I was in a different place. I think we all were. I mean, the stress of everything, uh, starting essentially a revolution. I mean, I don't think anyone could have anticipated how any of us would respond to that. You know? Yeah, it's just been feeling really weird lately and we haven't had a chance to talk and yeah. usually we have a chance to talk and I understand, I, I we all need or, or time alone. I do too, I guess sometimes. I've been wanting to not have so much time alone now. I don't want to think about... I don't know what I did, Atlas. I think I made a mistake. What mistake? Well, when I... It felt like she tricked me into giving her... I thought it was just a, a memory and it would just be gone and that was it, but it feels like it's more. I don't know. It feels... It feels like it's more. Memories set in the body. You know, they... Sure, it's, you know, their thoughts of events that happened in the past and that they, you know, you think that they exist solely in the mind, but you never know how a memory is actually going to impact you physically how it leaves a scar even though you can't see it it's there and yeah. I'm sorry you feel that way yeah I don't know what exactly what it is I it's like it's like it's like they took that memory and then I went on a different path and I'm not right totally like I'm thinking differently right now when Toad was playing that music, I, I dropped down for 10 and I don't do that ever. I... <laughs> it was impressive, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I, I did, I almost did five and I'm getting, it seems like I'm getting stronger. That's great. That's great. 
Yeah, Maybe. and I'm not stuttering as much, which I'm not sure if that's good. I think that, of course it's good. Yeah, I'm ready for this confident era of Geo. Yeah. I think I am too. You deserve it. You deserve to feel confident in your shell. <laughs> Damn it! That was, that was perfect. That was perfect. Nice timing. Thanks, Abbas. Do you want to do some yoga with me or something while we're up here? <laughs> Tough guy. What is that one that you do? That one that you look like a tree where you hold your hands up and then one leg is over and stuff. Oh yeah, I, tree tree pose, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can barely touch my hands above my shell. <laughs> hey, yoga's about whatever, it's not about being, give, doing the perfect pose. It's about following your body and listening to what your body has to say. And if your body is telling you, oh, I can only express it so far, then why push it? Why injure yourself further? Yeah, I'd, but I, I would try. I, I would do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think. I think I might enjoy it at some point. Yeah, it's good to turn your brain off from all of the screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way. Just, just the wholesome encounter that I think we needed from, from Evis. I, I also imagine at that moment, like the camera pulls away and Evis is like, you know, you know, like starts like giving it one of these, you know, and Geo is like trying to like mimic and Evis is then like adjusting and whatnot. And uh, I, I, first of all, um, everyone gets inspiration. If you already have inspiration, up it by one die um, for those beautiful, beautiful moments and awesome RP from all you guys. That's, that's some kick-ass stuff right there. Um, does anyone have anything else they do? Obviously the, the effects of a long rest will have taken place. You guys are fully like back to health, you know, got all your stuff back together. Um, any spell slots and things like that all recovered. Um, okay. any conditions and things like that all removed. It's, it, you're back to, back to normal. You guys are you've had enough time to chill. I imagine you guys have had some nice group meals together as well as you've been flying. Um, I imagine, you know, there's there's been some new getting used to of like living within each other's spaces, some routines, some yoga routines that maybe conflict with some training regimes um, and, and, and things like that, that I imagine, you know, you guys are, as this journey goes on, it's, you know, three days of you guys actually getting to feel a little bit more like just people again you're you're interacting with each other you're talking you know you're starting to look you know toward what's coming next and what's something in the back of all of your minds is that you know what it, like what are you going to find when you find this 40 stone like what what where does this lead you know like how, how does having this even help this situation and you know getting it to the oasis how does one find the oasis all these kind of things permeate with all of you over the three days of like this is kind of crazy and we're banking on something wild here but you know if there's a chance that it can help you know why not kind of situations what's kind of going around in your guys head and at that moment, we're going to cut back to you guys uh, three days later, stood on the dock at Uligatus. Um, and you guys have now made your way uh, to the front of the queue. The queue's kind of gone down uh, as we've been having these little flashbacky, like rewind moments. Um, and you guys find yourself um, at, the, uh, at the kiosk, basically. In the kiosk, you see a half orc woman uh, who has like big tusks that kind of pour outwards um and, but she's got her hair like tied up in like a ponytail with this like cute little like hair tie that has a like pink ball on it um and she's kind of dressed so you can see instantly that she has a guild tattoo on the inside of her wrist but she's kind of there and she's like picking her nails and she's like yes what can i do for you today um, hello we are um visiting and yes, okay, okay, so what tattoo do you want? Already, already have one. I will, I will fly over and kind of show, show them my touch of the wing. Fine, yeah, okay, you, you go in, go on then, darling. What about the rest of you? Do you, you guys are taking they're, they're, they're... Does anyone else have tattoos like your buzzard friend there? 
He's a he's a toad. They said oh, buzzard. Yeah. Wait, I was I was really confused. I'm like, wait, buzzard? What? Look, I don't have time for whatever you lot. Are do Look, do you want the tattoos or not? Either either mood. Look, there's a line. She looks back, and you guys can see that there's like five or ten people that have now built up. Just kidding. Uh, but I would explain. I, I would. I would explain to the group before that we need the tattoo since we've been there. So I would explain to them like they're gonna be temporary. So they would. I think you guys would all know because I, I would definitely let you know before we got here to this point. Yeah. Like, hey, like you guys gonna need some temporary tattoo. So. Awesome. I say, uh, senorita, senorita, calmate, calm down. Uh, if you uh, take the razor from behind you, you will see I have a tattoo here as well. Uh, Mira, look. You, you see her pull out a packet from her drawer, open it, and inside is a sterile razor that she removes the, the clip from, shaves a bit of Blanco's fur, revealing a tattoo underneath Blanco's fur. She then throws it in a, a you can see that there's two bins behind her, one that says, uh, you know, bio waste, and then one that is just normal trash. And she throws the uh, the razor in the bio waste bin, and she's like, okay. We'll need three temporary tattoos. Three and I imagine, like, I, don't, I imagine the look and stick, like, <laughs> you know the ones you have like zero boxes like like that. So out of character, I'm literally emailing a tattoo studio right now. <laughs> Ooh. We should all get matching tattoos of the, we the should. knife right now. Oh, 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 green jalapeno, all of us. Yo, oh. don't eat that. That'd be my first tattoo. Don't. Oh my god, guys. Give it all. Give it all. Tramp stamp. We'll see. At the end of this camp, we'll see. If the, if the end of this campaign, we'll see. Because I'll, I'll think about it. By the campaign, will definitely. That's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. So at this point, she she's like, okay, fine. You see her pull out two black gloves. She whips them on, and she essentially pulls out what looks like um, this kind of steampunk pen. You can see at the bottom is kind of uh, a large, like almost needle. And then uh, about it are a couple of different vials of liquid that look like they rotate and spin. And there's a couple of like pistons and stuff. Uh, she's like, arm plays to, to Geo. I look, before I step forward, I say, why, is it just my right arm or like my left arm? Which one? Which one? Uh, is I tattoo people with multiple arms. Choose an arm that you want. I'll tattoo it on you. Just stop. You, these questions are ridiculous. She okay. essentially puts one hand in front of the gun, and as she moves the gun across your arm, the tattoo begins to magically kind of appear through the skin, almost like it's kind of protruding the inks coming to the surface of the skin, basically, and uh, it appears. Um, she repeats this process, I again, uh, I imagine, for um, Evis and uh, and Arnar as well. Arnar, you find a space somewhere in amongst all your other tattoos to kind of slot this one in. Um, and Evis, I imagine as well, you, you kind of have these, you know, these gorgeous white kind of markings on your body. I imagine you would need to find a little spot to, to get it slotted in as well. Like a little ankle. You put your ankle on and she just looks at you, looks down and goes, ugh, and then begins tattooing the ankle and, and tattoos the ankle all good. Um, it's like, okay, that's all. Can you just go on through? Thank you, Thank you for the wonderful customer service. Thank you and have a great rest of the day today. You see her pull the gloves and as you walk away, she goes, no problem, Darn. Chew some bubble gum, blows it into a bubble and then it just pops in your face and she looks at you still like smiling and is like. As, as we walk away, it, oh, it's my okay. habit to like lick a spot that's sort of like a bit sort of so Blanco sort of goes to sort of lick that area on his forearm just you know <laughs> instinct of, of licking sort of like a wound almost beautiful uh Toad what was it you were gonna say Sorry. he was gonna he, he wanted to do um oh you're good you're good a vicious mockery but not to cause any damage just to be like you know kind of like oh. that kind of like that same kind of thing so like not no damage just kind of same like you know okay like, i get you like the same kind of vibe you almost give like that like you know like kind of like fuck you face back almost a little mm -hmm. bit and uh and yeah. just like you know gives you one of those like tongues around a tongue around the yeah. teeth like okay mm -hmm. And just kind of goes back and then hails the next like customer forward. And I, I give her an eye roll just like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys proceed forward into the hub. Um, and so you can see this big kind of cavernous crack 
um, that you guys walk into. And as you walk in, bright lights are kind of reflecting off of many surfaces that look reflective. As you guys kind of walk in, you notice that the interior here is kind of designed to look elegant. But as you guys are kind of walking around R&R with your keen sense of investigation and perception, you notice that some of the like rock structures that are like are used to make tables and whatnot are actually fake rocks. They're made out of like paper mache things and stuff like that. You also notice that the carpet though has, it has an elegant, gorgeous pattern on it. It's quite grubby and a little bit sticky to walk on. Um, not exactly, you know, the nicest of places. You kind of get closer to it, but what you walk into is essentially the gambling area of the hub, this main floor. You can see that there's tables of people playing various different games and competing against one another in games of chance and, uh, and will and grit. Um, walking around are gorgeous servers of very different lineages and things like that. Um, all of the like female presenting ones are walking around in saris and like kind of uh, Indian kind of wear with these gorgeous flowing black garms. And what you notice is that some people, some patrons are paying these servers and when they do pay them, the saris and clothes that they're wearing become see-through and you can see gorgeous intricate bralettes and like underwear underneath as they're walking around serving drinks to people wearing black masks over their face. Then you can see at the tables where the games are being played, um, there's these kind of like pit men essentially dressed in these gorgeous black suits that have purple chrysanthemums kind of all over the suits in a pattern. Um, you can see all of them have their hair slicked and greased down really tightly, again wearing uh, almost like Kato masks uh, on their eyes basically, like black like Kato masks. Um, and again, uh, patrons are paying them and again their suits are becoming translucent and underneath you can see them in like skimpy like man thongs and like all of them are like very muscular and like kind of ripped underneath basically. Again, there's kind of chaos going on. You notice like over in one corner, there's one guy being like, hey, I saw you grab that card. Another one's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I didn't grab no card. What the fuck are you talking about? He gets up and just punches him in the face and a little fight breaks out over there in one corner. You can see another guy laughing and chucking this big fat half-orc over in the corner, just <laughs> kind of laughing as he grabs um, a, a woman close and kind of giggles with her. She's like, hee hee hee, and like snuggles up to him a little bit, basically. It is just pure chaos all around you, everywhere that you can see. Thank you so much for watching this episode of the Skyrealm, everyone. Things are starting to get real exciting in this story and we are absolutely loving it. If you guys are enjoying the show as well, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Twitch. Both of those really, really help us out. Otherwise, if you want to become more part of our community, which is growing every single day, join our Discord server of over 800 people who are TTRPG enthusiasts. It's a safe, inclusive, diverse space where everyone shoots the shit, has a great time, and talks about the things that we love. Um, other than that, guys, thank you so much for just taking the time. We really, really appreciate you tuning in to us here at Homie and the Dude. And you know what? We're super excited to see you guys in the next episode.